0: Okay, so here we are. We're recording now. We are recording. Here we are. So, Alina is on the ground. Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> okay, so this this man on a horse, That we're a top-down footage. Man on a horse galloping towards Alina, who's prostrate. Is that right? Th- prostate. Yes. <laughs> on prostrate. the ground. Prostrate. <laughs> With Not a prostrate. juice. Prostrate. Not Not Yep, that one. Uh, there is a Druskella above her, attempting to take her life because she is now Grisha. Oh my god! He's coming towards her on a horse. The music has gone quiet. He jumps off of the horse the wrong way. My like has said before, and now I can't unsee it. He's jumping off to the left of the horse. okay. <laughs> the other Grisha who were there to protect her turn around. They see the Darkling there. He's gotten off his horse. He's now summoning darkness with his delicate, large, warm man hands. Oh, oh no. the Druskella's is very upset now. He's turning, mud caked, terrified. Oh, the sensual slice, blood perfume <laughs> everywhere. Blood perfume on this Druskella. She looks horrified, but uh, a fuzzy. Very attractive man comes into view. Oh he's sharp now. Oh he's sharp. She's oh, looking around, now. he looks down. Are you hurt? And there she is, boobs up looking at the darkling. <laughs> tits out. Tits up, tits out. He offers a hand. She has blood on her teeth. You ride with me. I don't know about you two, but I think that you ride with me is very suggestive. So anyway. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, uh, that, dear listeners, was a dramatic retelling brought to you by Steph of the Darkling's rescue of Alina Starkov, a key scene from one of the first episodes of Shadow and Bone. And this is all the YAs, a podcast
1: about YA fiction for adults, both young and old, older, older, older. I'm Sam. I'm Steph.
0: And I'm Sydney. And today we're going to talk a bit about why that scene in particular was so momentous. (laughs) So momentous for us, in fact, that we now have a podcast. Uh, A bit about who we are. I know. uh, And then what you, dear listener, can expect from us in this podcast. So are we ready?
1: All I can feel like I can say right now is it is so wild to be putting this thing out into the world. Oh my God, I know. I'm so excited. It's it's going to be a real thing.
0: I know it's gonna be a little baby bird goes and flies the nest. <laughs> like, oh! No. my my brain farted on baby birds so many times came to mind and I was like not now not yet. So the first half of season one of all the YAs is focused on Netflix's adaptation of Shadow and Bone. And each episode of the podcast, we explore, pick apart, and more often than not, debate key scenes, key characters. <laughs> And key topics from the series. Listeners, be warned, there will be spoilers for the Netflix series. And likely some swearing. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And definitely some adult content. So, you know, put the babies to bed. Yeah. Cover the ears of your cats and yeah. dogs and loved ones who are, you know, too innocent. That's right. For the adult yep. content. Yep. Put them to bed. Just
1: give them the YA books. And uh, Give them the
0: YA books. Right. And then you go listen to right. this
1: podcast. This is the, the evening hour here with YA fiction for... I suppose just, yeah, just A's hard. based on the amount of explicit content and swearing that that mainly I will do.
0: Yep. Open a bottle of wine. That's right. Yes, get some, some bourbon. A little, a little effervescence
1: going. Maybe it's some Y.A. time. E. But it's adult yeah. time. Okay, here we go. <laughs> in the second half of the podcast season, we'll talk about the Netflix series in relation to the books written by Wee Bardugo. Which means that until then, Sydney, you'll have to tailor your comments a little bit because... While you have read the Shadow and Bone trilogy, Steph and I have not.
0: Yes, I cheated on the assignment and went and watched the series and then immediately went out and bought the books and read them you all. Just couldn't be stopped. And then I was like, great, I'm ready to record. <laughs> I'm here. It's my first day of class. Oh my god, I'm so ready.
1: I could, I, you. I could see I see little Sydney everything. is, like, showing up yes. to class, having, like, read, read all the, the books. I the entire
0: syllabus, yeah, Miss Gray. memorized the whole syllabus. Such a nerd. <laughs> Such a nerd. It's unbearable. You're the nerdiest <laughs> of the nerds here, which is yeah, saying meanwhile, something. Meanwhile, I'm an underachiever. So. <laughs> oh, I'm the not TV a productive series. nerd at this point in my life. No. I'm, I'm just a nerd. Yeah. <laughs> what? I'm an underachieving nerd now.
1: I don't feel like it's I'm fair for any of us to say that we're away. underachieving nerds.
0: <laughs> oh, I oh, my God. I'm just a nerd. I don't want to fly away. <laughs> see, <laughs> that a was baby, the bird thing. There's a baby bird. Oh, Come closer. Now I
1: see. Now I see.
0: <laughs> Can't stop. Won't stop. <laughs> um, Sam and I honestly just wanted the opportunity to speculate. This is why we only watched the TV series uh, with Abandon in the first half of the season. I'm redoing exactly. that. You we, we are? <clears throat> yes. Honestly, Sam and I just wanted the opportunity to speculate with abandon in the first half of the season. I'm sorry. I, your face where you turned and you look at the... I'm doing that again. <laughs> I'm an underachiever. No.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Nothing has never been more true. Okay. Sorry, that was sarcasm. I'm sarcastic. Okay. <laughs> uh, wow.
0: No, anyway, this is us. between these tapes oh no this is us. <laughs> they're both
1: ludicrous <laughs> okay okay <laughs> and I them. okay yes mm. i really just like to theorize crazily and so i i can't read the books and theorize crazily because then i'd, I'd have too much information um so yeah. i really I just wanted like to, to speculate as steph said um <laughs> just out of control and then also to see myself proved wrong after i've done all the required reading for the second half so, things like, will Alina defeat the Darkling in battle and undo the Fold? Will Ravka be able to unite under one banner? And then, my personal favorite, will Jesper ever be reunited with Milo?
0: Yeah, and are we going to eat more waffles? Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. We don't Do want a waffle our on the waffles. There? Mm-hmm. Are they but not? But... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, a, it's a pun factory. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Most relevant to this episode, though, Is the question, which I'm sure you're all wondering, uh, why is the Darkling's rescue of Alina the origin story for this podcast? Do you really got to wonder, though? I know. I mean, I know that
1: you don't wonder.
0: No, no. It's an obvious answer to me, (laughs) as we will talk about later. Yeah,
1: shortly. If you
0: wonder, if if you do wonder, if you don't know, I accept that about you. Uh, you're still so let's welcome talk here it in this podcast you're very welcome here yep mal fans let's talk through it and see if we can persuade you you're still yeah. welcome
1: if you are a mal fan you can tell us why i don't know that we'll believe you but i'd like to hear from you these are the important questions okay but before we get into we value our, like, your input right we do like not going to alienate anyone immediately
0: and we also <laughs> talk about other things than the darkling and mal uh, it's True. in between we Promise. we can we do we will i'm sure not as often from Sydney as the others <laughs> if we're being honest
1: <laughs> okay but before before we do or do not talk about those things, um, I wanted to ask you both about your YA origin stories. Um, I didn't read YA as a YA, which is very sad for me I'm learning um, and so I'm very belatedly getting my YA education now but you both did as kids. Um, so can you talk a little bit about what series you read? maybe why you read YA
0: uh, as a YA. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my gosh. I, I started reading YA fiction in early high school um, when a friend on the swim team handed me my first Tamora Pierce. Mm. It was the Alana series. And my imaginative world exploded. Mm. I remember I had other friends on the swim team that also loved that series and in the locker room after long practice we would fight <laughs> with our you know little left energy we would fight about prince jonathan versus george king of the rogues ooh good title and to this day i am team george <laughs> Cindy's Though, giving hearts <laughs> at the time i have to admit that i was a prince jonathan fan for about a week and a half oh. and i was convinced otherwise also because I finished the books. And anyway. <laughs> uh, it was a form of escapism. At the time, I remember from the crushing routines of high school. And it's still a form of escapism today. I mean, at the start of the pandemic, the first thing I did was read two YA fictions to launch myself into worlds where young women mm. find their strength and wield it. That's so, so awesome. I, You know I'm going to ask you which. You can't say
1: I read YA fictions and then not tell me which they are. but. I want to know, but also I've heard from a lot of other people, just anecdotally, that like something about being in the pandemic has brought them back to YA. That it's a it's a comfort, it's a comfortable place, or it's a place that reminds them of something before in the before times, maybe. So that's interesting to hear you say it. Um, Well,
0: ask me. Ask you, because I'm prepared. (laughs) Uh,
1: Which of which YAs did you read at the start of the pandemic?
0: The first one, I think, that I dove into was Spinning Silver by Naomi Novik. Mm-hmm. And the second one was City of Brass um, by Chokrabarti. Mm. Mm. Do you recommend? Yeah, absolutely. Heck yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> um, they were wonderful escapes and inspirations during that, those first couple of weeks. Yeah, That's awesome. And Sydney. Love it. Yeah. What about yeah. you? Sydney. Sydney, what's your story? So, I started reading YA in middle school. Um, I didn't read super widely. I just uh, read actually not even everything written by Tamara Pierce. Oh, just you're like also Tamara Tao Pierce. Series. Oh, yeah. Die Hard. Yeah. Okay. Sense. So makes sense. Yeah. That's I actually amazing. need as an adult to like branch out in her <laughs> oeuvre because I've just basically read what I've read and I've just read it a ton. Um, because, because I was obsessed. I am obsessed. Yeah. (laughs) All the tenses. Will be obsessed. Um, will have been obsessed. Yes. So (laughs) all the future perfects, all the future perfects in there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She's awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, and the fun thing for me is that eventually my sister, who's about six years younger than I am, started reading them too. And so at the start of the pandemic, when I was rereading them as well, uh, we actually got into a custody battle <laughs> over the books. Oh, no, because we both felt very strongly attached to them because we read the same like copies, mm. you know as as younger as younger people as YA's. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and <laughs> she was not realizing that like either the books were bought for me or I saved up my allowance, right, and bought them myself. Um, they were clearly so not your realizing,
1: custody.
0: yeah, not realizing that, like, they were my books that she had been borrowing when she read Cecilia. them.
1: Cecilia. Um,
0: I know. And I will say the only point at which I sort of wavered in my <laughs> unflinching, no you don't understand these are mine, uh, argument was when she told me, "Sydney, look you don't understand, I had my first sex dream with <laughs> Prince Jonathan. And I was like, okay. Fair. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I like Steph. I am Team George. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yes. Which I, but I should say, right, Prince Jonathan is awesome. Uh, It's just that when, I think that when you read the books, yeah, when you read the series, right, like Steph was saying, you're like, I finished the books. (laughs) You realize. (laughs) Argument closed. Argument closed. You realize that you should be Team George. Prince Jonathan is incredible. He stays, you know, with you throughout the extended series. Like, love him still. But yeah, Team George all the way. So that's that's it. That's what I have to say for now about my YA journey.
1: How does Cecilia feel about you outing her in her first sex stream? Like,
0: yeah, also Cecilia Uh, Cecilia, what do you think? She's here right now. Yeah. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'll get on a call with her right after this. Okay, okay. (laughs) And I can double check with her. But I believe that she's okay. I believe I have her consent.
1: Tell her our policy is never to edit anything and so there's nothing I can do.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No,
1: it's just whatever comes out of the barrel is what comes out of the barrel here. All right, all right, all right. So I had two opening thoughts. First, maybe it would be useful to have, I don't know what, like some kind of, I don't know, Ben Barnes, like primordial Ben Barnes <laughs> scream. Just so we could get it out of the way, like out of our systems. And then once we've done that, we could move forward.
0: Yeah, the thing is, though, I'm not sure it can be gotten out of my system. (laughs) Mm.
1: I suspected you might say that. Uh, And so the second thought that I had was that maybe we should try playing a drinking game
0: oh no (laughs) oh yes
1: oh yes and so that every time we bring up ben barnes's name we all have to drink we would get plastered we would all be real drunk so we don't have to do that
0: i think it just depends on (laughs) i think it depends on how responsible we want to be but (laughs) i yes also Mm. we could maybe table it because i think we have Potentially more to say than just one episode's worth. Probably, um, maybe. Probably. So maybe in part two. Maybe tonight we keep it PG, and then mm-hmm. you know next time tune in for the R-rated. You version. set a high bar, Sydney. Mm-hmm. I know, I know. Mm-hmm. But it's um it's funny because when I told Cecilia that I was doing this, this is my sister, she <laughs> she was like, no, you you have to play it cool on the Ben Barnes stuff because like what if you release this and it actually becomes. Successful, and you meet him. Oh. <laughs> like you meet this person.
1: Oh, I'm fine with that. I just feel like, like that if- we should all be ourselves. Oh. Yes. Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: Yes, I am sure, Stephanie. <laughs> Impulse control here should be at a minimum. <laughs> Save for spoilers, uh, let's just go with our hearts. Well, my heart is going in only one direction. <laughs> This woman is married, by the way. (laughs) Oh, happily married. I am happily married to a lovely man who is like, he's totally, he's totally a Mal. Like, Kevin, Kevin is a Mal. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, he's like, he's totally a Mal. Which is such a compliment. That's such a compliment compliment. because he's not a creepy sociopath. (laughs) No, he's not at all. Like, today I was having a horrible, like a truly horrible day. And he was like, let me hold you and be here with you. And then let me also help you like make a plan. How could I make it better? Oh. The I know. It was so That's sweet. It really was sweet. It was so sweet. But the only problem is that all I care about in this show is Ben Barnes. <laughs> like, like Archie Renault. Archie Renaud is awesome. Archie Renaud, if you're listening to this, you are an awesome actor. Well done, Arch. Yeah, he's great. You're great, Arch. You're great. You're, you're great. so great. <laughs> you're great. <laughs> but the thing is, you know, like the chemistry just clearly isn't there between us. I'm sorry. But but you and Ben Barnes, the chemistry, that, that's oh, definitely there. Oh, the chemistry is strong with us. <laughs> yeah. So The chemistry is strong. The chemistry is strong with us. Guys, that's a tagline. Keep okay, yeah. well, <laughs> that. Get a PhD in chemistry. <laughs> That's maybe, <right. laughs> maybe what it is is that Ben Barnes can listen to this podcast, but my husband can't. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. That should be easily arranged, right? <laughs> right?
1: <laughs> right, yeah. Okay, so maybe what we'll do is we'll have two recordings. One that's your husband safe, and then the other one that's not.
0: Yeah, that <laughs> sounds good. Okay. Uh, hi, Kevin. If you're here and listening, flip to side B immediately. <laughs>
1: It's time for you to turn off your audio and listen to your meditation tracks.
0: <laughs> okay, I think he must right. have heard us. Uh, hopefully, that did not destroy my sound. He must have heard us because he like just started coming in with the recycling.
1: You've summoned him. You've summoned Mal. Get out! Get out of here! <laughs> yeah. stop, stop doing nice
0: things. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm just like, what are you doing? Anyway, all right. Um, <laughs> okay, where, all right. What were we talking about? Where were <laughs> clearly, we? Clearly,
1: <laughs> I'm here. I have us. Here, clearly, we have some complicated feelings about mm. Ben Barnes. Um, and I know because I've spoken to you, we have some complicated feelings about mm. these feelings mm-hmm. about Ben Barnes. Uh, yes. By which yep. I mean the Darkling. So maybe <laughs> let's dig into this, shall we? Um, yes. Yeah. Steph, I'll start with you. Uh, and then I'm going to jump to Sydney. So, Steph, you had said of this scene... With which you opened our lovely episode. So Ben Barnes has saved Alina. You've said to me that this has both scared and aroused you. But Sydney, <laughs> Sydney, you told me that you had a little bit of a different reaction to this scene. <laughs> yeah. So what was, what was going on with you?
0: <laughs> yeah, that scene for me, guys. It's a journey. Um, so <laughs> the scene. To remind listeners, it's the scene where he rides in on the horse. Oh dear, it does things and it's rude. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's rude that it does. I I know that it shouldn't, but I swoon. (laughs) I swoon. I I do as well. (laughs) Right, okay, but
1: we don't have any idea at this point in the story that Ben Barnes is going to turn out to be an abusive... Manipulator. I'm just kind of throwing right, those right. categories out there. Sims so ready. Yeah, I'm here. I'm so ready. ready. I am. No, I'm ready for it. We don't <laughs> Bring have. It. <laughs> Bring it. We don't have any idea at this point of like what the twist is, but by the end of the series, I swear by the end of the series, I was yelling at my TV like, "I will fight you, Ben Barnes." <laughs>
0: <laughs> ben Barnes, quad darkling. That is, in case. You Ben, are uh, listening yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Ben Bar, be a by Ben Barnes. I do mean Quad Darkling. Uh,
0: yeah, uh, I, we really <laughs> must separate him <laughs> from the character. <laughs> if you insist
1: that I separate Ben Barnes from Kirigan, Steph, in my uh-huh. mind, yes. If you
0: insist, I will. I will do so. Well, no, no, no. I mean, it's been Ben Barnes this whole episode, so (laughs) sorry, Ben. (laughs) Okay,
1: so Steph, you had said, as I was watching the series for the first time, that this was the scene, this was the scene, Uh, and you were like, that scene, does that scene make you both aroused... And scared. <laughs> uh, and <laughs> so th- those were the two key emotions that yep, you said yep. that you. Were, yep. Those were the words. And so, yep. So, and when I finally watched the scene where Ben Barnes rides in on the horse and saves mm-hmm. Lena, I thought, okay, yes, mm-hmm. I see what Steph is uh, saying here. But Sydney, you did have a different reaction. So, tell mm-hmm. us about that reaction.
0: Yes, I was not scared. <laughs> I was just aroused <laughs> right. by that scene. Okay. Um, <laughs> for me, well. I don't know what this scene does to you, but watching it as, as a beautiful, fresh-eyed first-time viewer, that was the scene where my panties <laughs> The shadow blade took my panties. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> exactly. Like, we can talk about, I mean, we can, we can get into why this is, but, oh yeah, I think when I told you about this, Sam, I mm-hmm. said, like, I must be a sociopath or mm-hmm, something, because mm-hmm, I didn't mm-hmm. have the reaction I should have been having to this character. I Mm -hmm. just have half of the reaction. So, like, again, additional fodder for my therapist and I to talk about. Perfect. (laughs) Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Steph, yeah. So, tell us, Steph, tell us more about your fear and arousal (laughs) (laughs) response to this scene. Uh, Yeah, I was both scared and aroused. Uh, Yeah, indeed, indeed. Those were your, those were the main,
1: those were the main
0: yeah, those are the main emotions. emotions. Uh, okay. Yeah, happening
1: simultaneously. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: perfect. Uh, okay, but I'm I'm wondering um, for the both of you. I don't think I was surprised at all by his turn as a character. I I think I've been primed by like all of YA fiction that mm. I've read. You know, mm. we're supposed to think he's the descendant of someone called the Dark Heretic. I mean, but at that moment, I was still like, yes, I'm on board for this, to take sale. Let all of this, I'm willing to overlook all of it. (laughs) I mean, it's ridiculous. A 30-year-old woman who is just like, yes, perfect, all the way down to when they start like to kiss and have a consensual interaction. I was like, yes, yes, yes. And then Bagra comes in and it was like, yeah, yeah, it's time Uh. for this, isn't it? Um, (laughs) But shoot, we were this close. I was feeling like, let me have this. No, no. I mean, were either of you surprised by this turn? Oh yeah, no. I was totally, like, I was that. I was that naive viewer. <gasps> really, Steph? Yeah. Bagra says, like, okay. Bagra pulls Alina aside, pulls her into the tunnels. She summons. Sam's <laughs> laughing because I already told her this. Bagra <laughs> summons she's po- points to this oil painting which like <laughs> okay that's your evidence really but again so it's she not points even to this a good oil painting, painting of him doesn't do it for me of alexander is no. like evidence and i was like oh no it's bagra she's <laughs> a black heretic <laughs> I was like, it's not him. It's obviously her. I was fully, like, I was fully convinced that it was Fagra. There are these two paths. Like, she's trying to get Alina to take to go one down one. Alina doesn't take the right one. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, I was, I was like, it's her. It's gotta, it's gotta be her. Yeah, totally. No other option. <laughs> oh boy, uh, Sam, what was your journey like with BB?
1: Well, Stephanie, I hope that my journey continues with BB. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but I will say because I had, I had some of your reactions going in, as we've discussed, and so I wasn't entirely fresh uh, going in. So I did, I did have some sort of inklings of certain things, but and it's also no fun to say after the fact that like Ben Barnes, I knew it. I knew you were no good, but it's true. I was texting Sydney as I was watching this for the first time, just like there is something. There's just something not right here. Like I know that there's this, uh, and there's this thing, and uh, and okay, so so I knew. I knew there were some small things that I think I latched onto because of the research that I do, um, mm. which is representations of sexual violence and coercion and abuse. But because of what what I study, I was sort of more um, attuned. Yeah, attuned or just like looking for it, maybe. Um, I was more attuned to these kinds of things while I was watching. So, uh, like, a few small things kind of set me off. So, the first thing that made me really uncomfortable was Jenya is telling Alina her backstory. Yeah. She says to Alina, Oh, you know, he gifted me to the queen. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was like, No, no no, 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 no. If this is a world in which some head honcho man gives women to other people and, like,
0: um, Yeah, gives uh, women to other women.
1: But actually, I mean, he, she's actually kind of given to the king. Like, that's not for me. I don't like, like, uh,
0: Yeah, she was gifted to the queen. Yeah,
1: yeah. She was. She was. But, and maybe it'll come up later, but, uh, it. Yeah, the king does take advantage of Genya, Yeah. The king sexually assaults her repeatedly, mm. um, beginning when she is a child. Disgusting. Uh, so, Disgusting. So we don't know at that point. Like, I didn't know as I was watching the show for the first time. Jenya mm. gives us this line, and I didn't know how much the show was going to comment on that detail in mm. Jenya's backstory. So there was that. I was thinking, like, okay, well, I don't know. Maybe this is a world, that's the world we're living in. Like, maybe the novels don't pick apart this problem either. Um, yeah, I see. Obviously, like, I continued to watch and it becomes a major thing, but when I was first watching it and I didn't know what the twist was going to be, that was a kind of small thing. Um, but but the, thing, the thing is, like the big thing, is that there are these important letters that aren't getting through.
0: Right, Where but, are
1: her letters going? Where are right. Mel's letters going? And we know that. We know that all the way through that their letters are not getting through to each other.
0: Right, we know that there. Yeah, yeah, we know. Most most people know that something is happening.
1: Right, we most people, Sydney. Mm-hmm. We know that something is going <laughs> wrong. We know, right? We, yeah, Sydney. So, I mean, I Sydney, say, Sydney,
0: we I say know, most right? People,
1: <laughs> I said most people because I was just
0: like you <laughs> running through the fields of flowers i was like oh i don't know oh, the letters aren't going through god post offices get really getting slow
1: <laughs> right it must be a problem with the postage they're like exactly. they're sending kirch to ravkin postage and not counting yeah, the USGS
0: numbers USPS right? and ravka is also having a hard time <laughs> just right just going now. postal <laughs> That's yes. going, yeah
1: totally okay so then so then ben barnes rolls up with these irises we're we're in we're in section chapter five here he rolls up with these irises he's super manipulative I wanted to be like that's so sweet he got her her favorite flower but then let's like let's think about how he got that information Uh, so even when they're in the map room and like okay well they're in the map room I did just rewatch this scene they are in the map room some part of me is like well this
0: is still very, very good. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's just such a sexy kisser. <laughs> he,
1: yeah. Uh, he, he really is. Um, but all the way through, I really did feel conflicted because uh, in the sexy map room, his Mac room, if you will. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> It came to me as if in a dream. We also, I know, I take it back. I take everything back. Okay, so no, we're don't in, you dare. It in in all stays. The map room, and we've just seen the brutal murder of Marie, and then yeah. we have Archie Renault fighting this pretty intense battle scene with uh, a female member of the guard who turns out to be Bagra's ally. And like, mm-hmm. that's a pretty brutal fight. And like, even though I'm on Archie Renault's side, like fighting this woman gives me sort of yee feelings. So anyways, we've just seen these two pretty violent things happen. And I, you know, we're, I just, I had all these conflicting feelings. I just wanted to like, I just wanted to have this this sexy time. And
0: Yeah. yeah, you wanted the flowers in the field. I but did. I wanted there yeah, were some you're dead right, bodies. You're right. You're right strewn along the field. <laughs> I was under every field of flowers. There are dead bodies. There are so dead
1: bodies. Sydney's yeah. skipping over them, and I'm like picking up an arm and dropping it and being like, wait, what
0: right. is this? And I'm just like, oh, I don't <laughs> see that. Yeah. Well, I hope we'll get to that scene more. Maybe next episode.
1: Yeah. 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 I think so. I yeah. hope so.
0: Because there's a lot to talk about there. There's so much. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. let the, sexy the tw- twisted ship sail. But... <laughs> I mean, never surprised that it was twisted to begin with. And yeah. if we back it up um, a bit more, I'm also primed by society. And <laughs> but other things. <laughs> uh, attractive, powerful men. Ever good news? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Touche. So... Yep. Touche. <laughs> So, but let's, oh, fair let's, enough, <laughs> let's just see how this goes. <laughs> yeah. So that, <laughs> I was excited to watch.
1: <laughs> yeah. So Sydney's dancing in the field. I'm picking up bodies, arms, and kind of dropping them in the field. And Steph is like, I'm just here to watch the whole wild
0: ride is kind of what right. I'm getting from you, Steph. I mean, yeah. Like, if we're going with this metaphor, I'm the one who's, like, picking up the legs and dead parts of the things under the flowers going oh
1: wow that's nice let's Mm -hmm. put that over there (laughs) we'll just we'll just put that over there stack them up over there okay okay all right all right well not to take us away from this fantastic extended (laughs) metaphor in which we're poking or not at dead bodies in a field but something that you've said steph does remind me of a previous conversation we've had off air i suppose um about a kind of it's a thing in YA that like if yeah, our yeah. protagonist is a woman or identifies as female, it's a thing in YA fiction for her to encounter a romantic mm-hmm. male lead who is older and wiser and probably more powerful than she is.
0: Um mm-hmm. and that he'll
1: probably help her come into her own power. Uh that's right, right? Like I'm I'm not making that up. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's so, a thing.
0: Yeah. So and yeah. Ah my favorite versions of that are when they um obviously push past these men um, mm. but sometimes they become like the first teacher and usually yeah. there are romantic feelings for this teacher mm-hmm. got it mm-hmm. um but in this series i like the most it's it's either a healthy relationship or um or it's a pushback mm. where they're like this isn't working this is very bad destructive but i think this series is very obviously a twisted ship like i said yeah um i i just love to watch it go through the unsee yeah. <laughs> it is the Unsee. Yeah. So we're not in a
1: field, we're actually in the Unsee. Right, right, right. And Sydney's holding her blue lantern and just like, you know.
0: Do-do-do. <laughs>
1: yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and
0: yeah, he turns out to be the actual enemy, um which I like. I like for the series. Yeah. 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 I thought it was a really good twist. Um, uh, yeah, with um Bagra's comments. As she's leading her out of the room and about to reveal that the General Mac Kerrigan room, the Mac room, indeed, Ooh, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. We're, we're being led to f- get sponsored by Apple rum. next,
1: yeah. <laughs> so, return
0: of the Mac, uh huh. Okay. Yeah, but when Vaggie's leading her out of the room and about to reveal that General Kirigan is the black heretic, she says, "Oh, he's had a hundred years to practice mm. on naive girls how to manipulate them." And she's just laying it all out there. And (laughs) Alina takes so long. No. Like I understand because Alina. Oh my god. (laughs) Sydney. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I understand. Sydney.
1: Alina's just just jumping
0: through the flowers. (laughs) She's just da-di-da-di-da. But Alina and Sydney are still in that position (laughs) of like naivety. Uh, But it drives me nuts watching Bagger be like, yes, he's bad. Come this way, please. And she keeps stopping and being like, but what about? I understand. This is a character. This makes sense as her character. But please keep moving. It drives me nuts. (laughs) Steph is... I can totally see it. Steph is the Bagra character. Please
1: (laughs) keep walking. Move it or lose it. (laughs) Come on. Let's go, honey. I actually wrote those lines down because I thought they were really good. Um, Bagra says something like, did he tell you he was lonely? Did he give you a glimpse of the wounded boy?
0: Uh uh He isn't
1: a boy at all. He's eternal. You never stood a chance. Did you think this was just about you?
0: Yeah, Yeah. Which...
1: Which is the YA thing, right? Like, that's why it's a good twist. Like, you're supposed to think that's the whole thing. You have a protagonist who suddenly realizes or is told or it happens upon her that, like, it is all about her.
0: Yeah. Oh, I still think it's all about Alina. It's all.
1: Yeah. It's all about Alina.
0: Hmm. Yeah. I I mean, maybe this is a hot take, but for him, I mean, it's not only about her for him, but a lot of it is about her. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, mm. and I just really want to emphasize, because I've heard feedback from different parties about their disdain for YA fiction, mm. usually they're mm. white males, mm. surprise, surprise. <laughs> um, I really want to emphasize why I enjoy YA fiction so much with um, protagonists who are not just dudes. Um, <laughs> It's just the coming to know yourself. Yeah, exactly. It's the seeing powers that are greater than you coming into your own powers, your own self-actualization, mm. and pushing away from previous graspers that are holding you back, whether that's internal, which I think she works through with Bagra and her lessons. No matter how weirdly like brutal, smacking, <laughs> <No. laughs> corporeal punishment that goes on, Bagra mm-hmm. actually has her realize that her attachments to Mal are holding her back in some way in some ways, um, right. and the arc of her story in these eight eps or episodes is that she finally goes, OK, this is me. I have the power here, and I can mm. use it how I want to. I'm not going to be manipulated by my own feelings for others, by the environment, or by this person who's been trying to pull me in this whole time. It's just this yeah. explosion you know, of coming into your own power that I love about these stories. Um, and yeah. I, I guess I understand, and I don't want to, But I can hear how people who haven't experienced being held back by yourself or by others, um, how they might experience these stories as, you know, just playing Mm. the same record over and over. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, Mm -hmm. the girl becomes a woman or even more crassly, like, yeah, the girl gets her breasts, uh, which Mm. I've definitely (laughs) heard before. Um, I'm saying it like this because I've heard people actually talk about it like this and Mm. I get so frustrated with it. It's like you don't understand this. Why I love it so much because you haven't been in these positions of being powerless and being mm. really frustrated by it. I just really want to throw that in here because that's my mo for loving YA fiction so much. Yeah, and it's questions, right, of identity, exactly as you say, Steph. That right, right. Um, that are that's sort of at the core of yeah, YA fiction, and that's that's the reason why YA can grow with you. Mm. Yeah, mm. because there's never. If you're being honest with yourself, the first time that you kind of come into your own and you feel that you've put together an identity for yourself or you feel settled in, in who you are, that's mm-hmm. not going to be the last time you have to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's too simple. It's just too simple to think there is never going to be something or someone that or even just the drudgery of life mm-hmm. that isn't going to challenge you in the future to say, but who are you now? maybe that's who you were, but who are you now? Hmm. And that's why I think, you know, for me last summer, I was going back and just tearing through Tamara Pierce, you know, the Tortel series again, Hmm. because it has been a year for me of, and it it continues to be a year for me, just a life for me, I suppose, Hmm. of, you know, who am I now? Hmm. I know who I was before, but who am I now? Let me just, let me tell the story again. And so I think that's why, you know, in my mind, YA is not just for the YA's. It's for all the A's, too.
1: All the A's. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes. All of
0: the A's. I like that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, so here's what you, dear listener, can expect from us this season
1: definitely no talk of Ben
0: Barnes like no not at all never <laughs> never I mean <laughs> I for one would never
1: no Sydney's
0: never been a one I've never been a one to talk about Ben no. Barnes um, no. but without talking about Ben Barnes this season we tackle some of Shadow and Bones major scenes themes relationships oh the love triangles oh the love triangle from every angle And the universe of Grishaverse from our vantage points as lovers of uh, YA and scholars of literature. We'll try to keep it light while treating YA as serious literature worth talking about. We think it is. That's, like, never been more true.
1: Um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm, like, really excited to talk about YA with you guys and, like, get to know YA through through your eyes. Um, So thank you. In our next episode, we... We argue a lot about Ben Barnes, and we basically forget Mal entirely.
0: But never fear, all you Mal fans. If you exist, we will get to Mal eventually. (laughs) Jury's out on that. (laughs)
1: Jury's (laughs) still out.
0: But if you're Mm -hmm. out there, we're here for you. We will get to Mal. There's something for you, too. Don't worry. In the first half of the season, we cover the Netflix series. Then we'll take a break and read the Lee Bardugo trilogy. When we come back to the second half of the season, We'll discuss the books in relation to the series. A lot of this we're still figuring out as we go. (laughs) Will we read the Crows duology? Who knows? Which is why we'd love your feedback, listeners.
1: Oh my gosh, Sydney, that meme of Ben Barnes' quad darkling. Do you remember this one? I think you sent it to me. (laughs) When she doesn't like the jewelry you got her. And then she has the perfect nostril flare. (laughs)
0: you could fit worlds in those nostrils oh my gosh it's
1: all like perfectly timed too
0: the tears Absolutely.
1: the nostril flare
0: he worked so hard to get her that necklace she doesn't really like did. it
1: i know how could she be so selfish is it titanic What? You... <laughs> yeah. twisted ship sinks Oh my I think we have our third season spinoff.
0: There we go. (laughs) Where we rewrite
1: the entire series to be a giant
0: pun. Oh
1: my god. We know who's getting on the lifeboats and who isn't. (laughs) Mal is not getting in a lifeboat.
0: Mal's not getting in a lifeboat. But let's be real, he'd just swim to shore. He would do it. He would. He would do it. Yeah.
1: He's yeah. Alright. Well that's not as fun then.
0: <laughs> uh. All the YAs is a podcast recorded and produced by Steph, Sydney, and Sam. But we couldn't do what we do without our many collaborators, including Stella Bowman, Pam Locke, Olivia Milroy Evans, and Cecilia Christman. Our theme music was composed by
1: Nate Kuhn, our cover photo captured by Sean Malik, and our logo designed by Lara Musser.
0: And many thanks to you, our listeners. Contact us at alltheyas at gmail.com and follow us on Twitter and Instagram. We love getting your questions, comments, suggestions, and any shit about YA that you think is funny. Thanks for listening.